0: This is Watching With No Eyes, a film podcast where we give our subjective opinions on various movies. Now I know what you're thinking. You blind genius, what an original concept. And to you I say, thanks, I came over it myself. Here's the music. We are back this time to... Do phase three. So, joining me again, we have Yvonne. Hello. <clears throat> Yayan. Hello. Uh, and as uh, phase three is slightly bigger, we have uh, acquired a new member of the team in Legion.
1: Hello, and I'm a slightly bigger person.
0: <laughs> well, <clears throat> so again, like I said, phase 3 for those who may not be too familiar uh, our tier rankings going from uh, the top to the bottom are superior, amazing friendly, venomous carnage so starting with Captain America Civil War uh, obviously coming out in 2016, directed by the Russo brothers, returning after Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and you also have Marcus and McFeely uh, writing again, Uh, as it's a Captain America film. Yvonne, I'll come to you first.
2: I was waiting for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you were.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's it's a really good film, because it's Captain America. Um, no, I mean it, it is a great film, and it's, it's not just because because of Steve. Um, but it's actually, I think, it's quite uh, thought provoking, and and I think it's very interesting that it brings this um, this reality to the superhero world. Uh, with this, like, it has always sort of been hinted at that not everyone in this world is particularly happy with the superheroes existing. Because of um, the damage that they do in, in, to cities when fighting enemies. Sure. Um, and of course, you know, that's needed for superheroes to succeed. It kind of, I mean, they don't have to destroy cities, but it just happens because it's big enemies. Um, but you don't see that particular viewpoint that humans would have living in such a world until now, kind of. Um, and I think that is what intrigues me the most about this film. Like, it's sort of just a fresher take on on superheroes, and something that I think fits for Captain America film as well, because um, he's never been one to stand for other people walking over others, so he wouldn't see himself as above the people complaining, but also understand that it's needed, so it's kind of like this uh, a complicated thing for him. And then obviously yeah, the thing with Bucky, like the narrative of that... I think it's just very interesting that they they to keep that sort of relevant despite the ongoing thing with all the Avengers. Sure. And yeah, I don't know. I just I just love it because you know both sides are kind of right and both sides are also wrong, and it's just really fun to watch.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, very much so. Yain, uh, how about you?
2: Um.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's a really good film, I think, from start to finish. I liked the fact that, that the first hour, just in general, is a, lot, <clears throat> is a lot slower. So, you know, it sets up everything, because if you were taking the comic book version of, of Civil War, you had the whole big incident, and it took a lot of time over that in the comics, and it took a lot of time over it in this film, and that I really liked. Um... Yeah, the film um though some might think, you know, it's annoying that it's kind of Avengers two point five and it's not Iron Man leading leading the narrative, it's more Steve Rogers. But this narrative works a lot more for Captain America, I think. And I'd agree with that. It just It's like Yvonne said, it's you see the you see the narratives of both sides. I loved that Iron Man and <clears throat> Iron Man's side was affected by obviously his anxiety and that was shown even more so with the mother approaching him and he thought she was going to pull a gun uh-huh. um, and I, I love the back carried over from obviously Iron Man 3 being the first film to centre it and then uh, just carried over from that because you, you can see and empathise with many of the points of view in this film and also understand why the people that took the signs they did took the signs they did. Um, I think it's just really thought-provoking, a good film from a character perspective and an action perspective, and it also introduces Spider-Man, so that's a good point too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I was going to leave it for later, but I'll uh, piggyback on that and say now that I think the introduction of both Spider-Man and Black Panther,
3: I think, is done very well. Yes, of course, I forgot to also mention Black Panther.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
3: But yeah, the introductions are done. Well, it makes sense for the narrative, and nothing in this film, to me, feels slow or crowded, or feels out of place to be slow, I should say. But it doesn't feel crowded, it feels right.
0: Sure. Uh, well, uh... Legion, how about yourself?
1: So, Civil War is it's, it is an incredibly well paced film. Um, the you know it's it's we have inklings of it in Iron Man three. Well, we have quite a lot large inklings of it in Iron Man three of Tony Stark's PTSD yep. from the first Avengers incident, and it is it's nice to see that plot thread not being left to dangle and picked up. But And quite a lot of the decisions that Stark makes and the understandings that Stark comes to, I think, could be placed down to PTSD. And it's, you know, it's got the right level of drama. It's like the first act, even into the second act, is very slow paced, very. No, there's action, but it's very drama focused. And the relationships between these characters. Um, And also. You know, like you say, it's, it has two excellent introductions in Black Panther and Spider-Man, and it's so well handled. And it is, you know, let's be honest, it is basically an Avengers film, um, and it's it's considerably better than Avengers Two.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that would I would agree with that statement. And as far as it being better than Age of Ultron,
1: yeah, oh no, yeah, no, and, you know, if, if we if we could swap them out. And this be Avengers Two? I would happily have that.
0: There is that, but also to be fair, I mean, Age of Ultron does also set up quite nicely for this film. Mm. You obviously you have that mm. face off of, um, uh, you know, Cap and Stark um, yes. when they're chopping wood, and yeah, yeah. and you know, and Steve rips the wood apart.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, agreed. Mm. But I, I do like the fact as well. There is a scene towards the very end of Civil War, which is. It could have gone in one of two directions. It went in the direction where nothing came of it, but it could have gone into a very brutal and very bloody death. And it's almost mirrored in um, Fucking in the Winter Soldier, which is obviously now phase four. Um, and that's, you know. Uh, during the fight between Stark and Cap at the end. Mm. Yeah. And he raises raises the shield. Yes. To basically kill yeah. killing with the shield and he just goes, are, are you gonna do it? And that doesn't happen, thankfully. But you know, then you have the uh, John Walker in phase four, who raises the shield and uses the symbol of the shield to kill someone.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, very much so. <clears throat> no, I mean um I don't have much else to add to what's already been said. I do agree with the pace thing. This to me, like, it's funny to think that up to this point, this is actually the longest film in the MCU, but it's nearly two and a half hours and, you know, never feels like it in my mind. Uh, uh,
1: Exactly. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's by phase three, Marvel and Disney, especially, know that they can keep bums on seats. And if they can make the pacing good, they can increase the length of the film, and you know that 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 progresses throughout phase three.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, very much so. And um, on the action side, uh, there's some great sequences. Obviously, we mentioned uh, Stark Cap and uh, Bucky. That's great stuff. But um, I always want to uh, talk about the. Uh, well, you also have the chase scene in Berlin with Black Panther, mm. um, Falcon, um, but the airport scene. Mm. Um, I don't know is oh, I love that scene. Um, it's probably I will always still say that when it comes to the MCU, I say Avengers is my favourite of all the films. But as far as like scene, I think this probably might be like I've had moments where. I'm just flicking through channels on TV and Captain America Civil War was on and I'm there like, oh, is that this bit of the film? Uh, We're near the airport scene. I'm going to hang on Mm. um, for a bit. Um, I don't think I've ever smiled so much in the cinema. I don't know if Yian remembers it because I was with Yian, but um, when watching it and yeah, I've never... Because I could generally, I could feel my, like, I'm not a very um i'm not the kind of person to emote um really yeah (laughs) i know but um you know it's i i could feel like my you know just like i said grinning ear to ear i guess that's probably the definitely the only time i think i've ever been in that point was during that scene because just the Mm. action's great the quips are fantastic, especially with Spider-Man. Obviously, that's his main one of his main things is yeah. that he's a quippy character. But even then, just the other like the other comedic elements. Obviously, you have Ant, you know, Ant-Man on Hawkeye's arrow. You know, yes. obviously being in Iron Man's suit. You know, it's our, your conscience. We don't talk much, um, which is a weird sort of meta reference inside the Disney family. We're finding Nemo, uh, um, but whether they did that intentionally or not I don't know but it made me laugh uh and yeah it's just obviously you have the showing of the continuation of Wanda and Vision's relationship in that airport scene alone uh and just and also Black Widow and oh, well Black Panthers as well like just developing his character. I, it's just a great scene. And obviously, giant ant-man as well, as he's called in the he audio was. description. Was also, <laughs> just giant man. Um, which I thought was a bit... I, I, I don't know. That, that that was... It didn't annoy me on the same level as um, Scarlet, Witch being called Scarlet in Age of Ultron by the audio description. But I wish that they had just called him giant man. Uh, but hey-ho. But yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. I just... It is. I would never say a film is entirely perfect because I think I've often a phrase I say a lot is um, there's no such thing as per- perfection. But for me personally, this movie is probably as close as it can be.
3: It is it's not that we're highly epic, praising this film, in so long. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I'll, you know, I'll, do, I mean, I'll happily
0: it. do it. I'm like I said, I'm showing, uh, you know, I'll show my hand now as far as what category this is going in, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I will say as well, I very much disagree with the opinion that Zemo doesn't contribute anything to this film, as far as villains go. I think. He's... Oh, I absolutely disagree with yeah, that. Sorry. I, yeah. I, no, I think he does quite a decent amount in the background. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think it, I you know. You know, I just, just because he's not like out in the open constantly doesn't mean that he doesn't, you know. And yeah, is there an element of high chance with some of the things? I know some people point to that. Oh, how did Zemo know that, you know, they would come to that particular place? And it's, it's like, I mean, he did sort of set the trail. I don't yeah. think. And he was always planning to go there to, you know, shoot Z- the super Zemo's soldiers.
1: Sort of, Zemo's very much a chess player. Yes. You know he he very uh, very much plays on people and manipulates people and is the the fascinating <laughs> thing about this portrayal of Zemo in the films is from Zemo's perspective he's the hero
0: that's what makes a good villain isn't mm. it yeah obviously as far as comic book goes magneto is the best example of that yeah um yeah no I agree with you and i think, I think Daniel Brawl does very well. Yes. Um, <clears throat> uh depicting the character. Um I guess uh before moving on from it, I suppose uh part of me wanted to make a joke about the um helicopter scene which I um <laughs> but it's one it's one that I I still remember the response of people in the cinema when it happens. It's quite you know, it's I think <laughs> the the gasps is uh, very mixed emotions from people but anyway uh, Yvonne do you want to uh, Mm -hmm. give your uh, tier ranking
2: oh it's got to go into uh, superior
0: Mm. okay Yian
3: yeah I think it's got to go into superior because as we've touched on but very briefly say because you reminded me of something when we came out of the cinema and we went into, I believe it was my mum's car and my gran was also sitting there um, unpronounced to Lewis who was just gushing um, verbally. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was, that was, was quite family. funny, yeah. And we were all just talking about it and quoting lines and the smile on our faces my mum said I don't think I've ever seen it. anyone, or oh, me either like smile as much or anyone, all three smile that much at the same time. And it was just like yeah, that feeling's still there. So for me, that's got to go into Superior, really.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lesion?
3: Oh, it's, it's Superior. Hands
1: down Superior. I unfortunately didn't get the joy of watching it at the cinema. Um, the first time I got to see it was... With quite a lot of the Marvel Netflix things happened as well. Uh, sat on the sofa with my very, very young, at the time, baby daughter... And it, it's just, you know, one of those memories that I, I remember loving this film mm. and rocking this baby to sleep.
0: <clears throat> quite an interesting way for her to fall asleep.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we um, when, she, when she was first, like, weeks old, uh, Luke Cage had just been launched. And <laughs> because I wasn't sleeping, um, we literally powered through Luke Cage. I powered through all 13 episodes with a baby... Up to
3: me chest and now your child is traumatized
1: now <laughs> and now my child is traumatized yeah and, <laughs> yeah and, yeah <laughs> i wish i could argue
0: um <laughs> uh, well see, majority but i said superior but i'd very much agree like this yeah like i said this film is a great you know just because like you said as well you know like that Emotion of like how happy we were coming out. I think that's sort of rekindled any time I you know watch this or you know come across it on TV. Just all the time. I
3: also just want to say before we move on very quickly because this really annoys me. People saying that Tony in this film was acting strangely. Firstly, PTSD, and secondly, in the final fight scene with Bucky, him and Cap, he just found out. What, who killed his parents? And the person was standing right there.
0: Oh so, yeah, no, I've never tell understood me that you argument. Would have
3: reacted similarly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: because it's not like he had a close relationship with Bucky at all. Yeah. Like he had no. No. If anything, if anything, he's slightly jealous of Bucky, as that mm. there's that obviously thing is uh like you know, he's my best, you know, he's my best friend. So was I, sort of thing, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Sort of thing, you know.
1: Yeah. But no, i
0: right, no. yeah, I've never understood that. Or, that debate it's uh, like yeah <clears throat> but um, okay cool uh, well later in the same year 2016 we have Doctor Strange uh, directed by uh, Scott Derrickson uh, who also ble- uh, worked on the script uh, with two other people who unfortunately do not remember the names of uh, and you know This is our first time uh, getting you know, Stephen Strange on the big screen uh, obviously played by Benedict Cumberbatch Uh, Apparently it was nearly going to be Joaquin Phoenix which is a very um, interesting alternate reality Uh, Obviously you have uh, Rachel McAdams Uh, We have... uh, uh, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, uh, Chirotel Ford, and um, Tilda Swinton, Matt Mickelson, and Benedict Wong, I'd say those are the, the big names. But, uh, I'm sure ask you first on uh, what your thoughts are.
3: Yeah, sorry. So Um, right. I think this film is just... I mean, I'm pretty sure, if I remember reading cast news and stuff back back when it was cast, um, that they waited so that Benedict Cumberbatch could play Doctor Strange. And this film shows why. <laughs> because to, to all the people complaining that this film was bad, because Benedict Cumberbatch was just playing an American Sherlock up until... The powers came into it, and the magic system came into it. My argument is, we don't know what the comic, the comic-wise, Doctor Strange could have been based off those types of personalities. And even if he wasn't, if they were waiting for Benedict Cumberbatch to to um, play Doctor Strange, as I believe they were, then it makes sense why they were waiting at that point. Um, and I think it just really works for this character. You see the emotional journey from him losing the use of his hands, or believing he's not gonna get get any use in his hands, and then just you see the evolution of the character in in a small amount of time, granted, but it's it's done really well, and I liked that the villain itself in Dormammu was tricked by the intellect of Strange and the magic system, obviously, but less so with, you know, Magic trickery, and more so with just the endurance and intellect of even strange.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I will agree with you. Like, I think the to skip ahead with that. Like, I do think the ending with Dormami mean, Like, the ending sequence is. I think I don't know. I found it very clever and all that. Um, Yvonne, what's your thoughts?
2: Uh, I will admit that it's been a while since I watched this film. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do remember that I loved it. And um, I know a lot of that is because I'm a huge fan of Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh,
0: I don't think I've met anyone who isn't. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Um, But I also know that, you know, the film itself I just I just really liked it. It was, um, you know, this cocky, um, full of himself person who uh, goes through an accident and has to deal with that and then turns out that he has this sort of destiny and saves the world. I don't know. I kind of, I enjoyed it a lot and um, and I thought I was also <laughs> a little bit pretty with, <laughs> with the magic and how it looked. Yeah, I was going Um, to
0: ask you about that, being the sighted one here. I was going to ask you you, your opinion on the visual effects.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed them. They're they're really pretty. Um, And it was just kind of because I I wasn't really aware that Doctor Strange was a thing. Um, So I I remember going into it completely, you know, I didn't know what I was going to watch. just knew it was Benedict Cumberbatch and I wanted to watch it. and I just remember that oh, this looks so amazing, and I was wanting to do that magic and those movements and everything. I was just I loved it. Um. <laughs> um. I don't remember fully, but I do remember that I didn't completely understand the villain. But Wait, it wasn't while like, I watched it.
0: When you say are you referring to Dormammu or um, Matt Mikkelsen's character? Mikkelsen. Okay.
2: But uh, maybe that's just me not remembering. Fair enough. Uh, but, I mean, I absolutely love the film, and I want to rewatch it now because I've oh, been here come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sorry, Karsilius, that was his name. I was having a moment in my head where I was there, like, uh, what was his name? Uh, yeah, Karsilius. <laughs> yeah, Karsilius. Yeah, uh, Legion, your thoughts?
1: I remember enjoying this film, but apart from that, I don't really remember a lot about it. Um I have seen it and I, I was like, oh yeah, they've got the, the 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 way that Strange discovers, you know, the magic. That's quite faithful to the comics and that's literally where my memory just leaves because uh, Cumberbatch is good, but out of all the Marvel films I would say this is in my bottom three.
0: Fair enough. That's fair. Um... Also, one thing I do think when it comes to Comeback is I think he gets a lot... I think he's good in this film, but I, I don't know. I found he seemed to have more come in his own when you get to his next appearance mm. in Ragnarok and more so Infinity War.
1: Mm. Um, the thing I'll say about this film is I've never seen it with AD, so I, I, ah, okay. I don't know if watching it with AD would have a completely different experience?
0: I would say yes, ah. I guess, considering I watched it without audio description once as well, because I watched it three times in the cinema, and mm. the first time I went to watch it, it might have been the second time, actually, um, the audio description headset wasn't working, so oh. I ended up continuing watching it without. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I I think, it. I mean, I'd argue, any time you have audio description, it adds to a film.
1: Yeah, when when I bought it on home media, um, it didn't have the option of AD. I, I really? went from a film. Yeah, huh. I went for my films um, about seven years ago now, completely digital. Um, so I know it was on the DVD and the Blu-ray releases, but it wasn't on the Apple
0: ah, iTunes I see. release. Okay, okay, yeah,
1: it is now. You know, since Disney launched Disney, launched, Disney Plus, I was going to say AD it's on Disney Plus films. definitely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I will have to go back and watch
0: that. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, I do think one thing that is worth covering when talking of this film is obviously you do have the uh, you know issue of whitewashing. Um, yeah. Yes, with uh, the ancient one, uh, and you know, fair you know, nice I guess that they did the whole she's Celtic thing, but it is just one of the, fair enough if they wanted to. Because I. F- I think my impression is that they wanted to not be completely stereotypical, where it's an old elderly Asian man teaching yeah. magic. However, I'd argue they should have changed to a woman, but I think they should have kept the Asian. Yeah. To have a prominent Asian character. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, the would be yeah would be remiss not to mention that. <clears throat>
3: If I may jump in here, Cal, um, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna jump in or address any of the whitewashing stuff, but I suppose now we're talking about it, may as well throw my two cents in the ring. Um, people may disagree with me here, and I'm aware, I'm very aware that I'm in the minority, I suppose, when it comes to stuff like this, but I think it would have still been kind of stereotypical. I'll leave it up to the Asian community to obviously debate and decide, and fans to debate and decide. Um amongst themselves, listeners of this can decide amongst themselves, but I think it would have been, um, you know, still somewhat stereotypical or so still have racist connotations, or at very least race stereotype connotations, um, by casting, um, an Asian woman. They could have made it a younger, because, but, not an old person, but I mean, it still would have been saying, oh, Asians can play only kung fu characters or magical monk characters. I just, you know, um, I think that would have been, I think, I don't know, this, going with this subversion tactic of casting a white woman might have been, have been better in this case, because it would have still been an Asian stereotypical role, if you look at kung fu movies or magic-based movies, I think, but, you know, I know that's a hot take for some people, um, and... I would disagree with the element of, oh, you can have a prominent Asian character, because, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, but, I mean, why would you be listening to this? Um, You know, she's not really around much after this film, so I just think she would have been prominent in the comics, yes, but um, Tilda Swinton's character of the Ancient One isn't prominent in the MCU, so I don't think it would have been a a prominent cast. You know, we know that Disney and Marvel aren't, aren't acting racist because they're doing more branched out films now, more female-led films with Black Widow or films like Shang-Chi. So I don't really think this was an issue and I think Tilda um, Swinton's acting was good and I think that if you cast an agent it would have still been stereotypical and still kind of bad because it's like oh, only agents can play magical monk characters. Um, I'm aware that that's a hot take and I don't, we're all friends here so no one's going to be offended but... Yeah, I'll leave that up for the audience to
2: decide.
0: Uh, and, yeah, I think like I said, I, uh, the visual element I can't fully obviously comment on, but I do I mean, I can definitely say with the help of audio description the whole, that sequence especially where um, he first meets the Ancient One mm. um, it's oh, yeah. is a bit of a mind meld. Um, and I think it's done very well and, I'm, and I am very much looking forward to uh, the sequel, i will see, it's... Uh, it's
1: got more Scarlet Witch, it can't be bad.
0: Well, yes. Um, and, I mean, the subtitle, Multiverse of Madness, is uh, very yeah. intriguing. And um, shame that Derrickson left, um, but they didn't get a bad replacement in with Sam Raimi.
1: No, so, not at all. You know, the helm of the, the most famous, you know, after Batman, comic book films. And it's say X-Men's up
0: there, but I think Spider-Man, everybody comes Spider-Man. Yeah, certainly so. Um, so yeah, I guess, don't think there's much else to say about the film. Um, so, I mean, I guess actually I will say, I agree with you, Yian, as far as saying, like some people would say it's an American Sherlock. It's like, I'm pretty sure there is Sherlock inspiration on Strange... When he was created, because he is just—he's arrogant, <laughs> you know—which is mm. what Sherlock is. <clears throat> so yeah, no, that's anyway. <clears throat> yeah. So well, sorry, were you going to say something there, Ian? Sorry.
3: No, I was going to say. Well, that was my train of thought as well, mm. but I know that there were a lot of uh, yeah. a community of people that just didn't think that way, and you know, fair enough. But. I generally thought that that's how it was done in the first
0: place. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Also, actually, also, um, before getting people's rankings, I do enjoy the sequence of when he's. Um, well, I enjoy his uh, back and forth with uh, Wong. Um, I love Wong. Nice that they... Wong
1: is such a good mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Because...
0: I believe they had done it in the comics from when he was originally created, but it's nice that the film kept the uh, modernization of the character so it's not like the original creation yeah. where he's basically Strange's servant. Uh yeah. So it's nice that they uh didn't do that. Um and yeah, I, I don't know. I really like well, and it always tickles me that um it's the guy who um uh it's the guy from I he was in IT crowd. Um always always makes me chuckle. Yeah that. the countdown guy. From yes, IT crowd. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um the uh I can't remember his name all of a sudden that's gonna annoy me. But hey ho. Uh, um oh Prime, I think it was. I think it was Prime. But anyway. Uh Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing I was gonna mention is the astro projection scene, like in the hospital where um um Christy, uh, was blanking Rachel McAdams character, um, is operating on S- Strange's body and he's there like having, you know, an astro fight uh, <laughs> yes. with with the guy around her. I don't know. I, I always enjoyed that scene. As well. But, uh, yeah, uh, what's your ranking? Um, uh,
3: sorry, audio messed up for a second there. Um, I think that I'm gonna be, I think that I'm gonna be in the minority, uh, in this one, but I think I've got to put it in superior, personally.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um uh, Yvonne?
2: Uh, I think I'm gonna put it in.
0: Fanta- uh, amazing. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> nearly nearly <laughs> said another Marvel word. Yes. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, Legion.
1: Um, oh, what's 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 your distinctly average rating? Friendly. <sighs> friendly. There we go. Well, we have it, friendly's friendly. in the
0: middle, and then the bomb to a venomous and carnage.
1: Oh no, I wouldn't go that bad. I, I would say friendly.
0: Okay. See, I'm trying to... um, I feel like the deciding one is with me. Um, Because it's not venomous, it's not carnage. All
3: rests on you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it
3: kind of always is, you run the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: uh, I am inevitable. Um, No, I think... I'll go friendly, I think. I was debating whether amazing, but I think friendly. Because... and in some ways, that might be slightly inspired by the uh, whitewashing, not necessarily the quality. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I think it's worth bringing attention to, uh, mm. especially when rewatching some films. Uh, could be a different universe, and it's something we'll get to in a future date. But like, it's something say that uh, Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy is guilty of. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll say Doctor Strange is um, in friendly. Uh, so we get to 2017, first year where the MCU release free films. Um, some people thought that was too much. I remember when they announced it, I was there, like, not complaining at all. Uh, but first, we have um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. obviously will see James Gunn returns to right hand direct. You have the usual cast. Uh, the same cast as before, with the additions of uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, I feel really bad. I should have looked it up before we did the recording. The actress who plays Mantis. Um, oh god.
1: Um, oh, that's really bad. Yeah, I I know who you mean. I just yeah. can't remember her name. Yeah. Um.
3: Hang on, I'm googling.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do that.
3: <laughs> to Google the oh. Yes. Because I remember her name, but I don't know how to say it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it?
2: <clears throat> it's the. Is it, Paul Clement? Yes,
0: I think yes. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm not sure how it's said. Yeah, I've never heard. I've heard it said one. I've heard it said by all description. But obviously, they when they're going for the credits, they speak quite reasonably quickly because they're getting through a lot. Yeah. So, I'm not. I'm blanking on how to say it. Um. Have you? Are you doing it? Have you found how to? Do you know how to pronounce the Yian? or are we? Oh, God. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> um, she's very good in the role. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, um, yes, as I've come to the Yvonne and Yian prior, uh, Legion, come to you first for your thoughts on this.
1: So. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 had a massive, massive shadow to follow, which nobody expected Guardians of the Galaxy 1 to be as good as it was. Um, Not at all. I know you've you've, you've already discussed that in in previous, but I wasn't here, so I'm saying my bit. By all means. But uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, I absolutely adore. Like, love, love, love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1.
0: Uh, we all um, we all agree. Just to let you know, we we put it yeah. into we put it in superior. Um,
1: oh, hands down, it should. If you had an extra super secret category called Excelsior, that, that would be <laughs> right up there. Um, Considered it, but Guardians of the Galaxy Two had that shadow to follow, and it's an okay film, but it it's nowhere near as good as Volume One. Um the the chemistry of the cast is phenomenal. I love the interactions between all of them. I um, that, yeah. I love the music. The music is phenomenal again. Uh and the fact that they got David Hasselhoff to do the theme tune, I think is hilarious.
0: Also got a nice cameo from him.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's um you know, Kurt Russell, who his son is now in the MCU as well. <laughs> um Yes. It's He's a very interesting character. Um, you know... Um,
0: I mean, when they announced when he was playing Ego, it was sort of their, like, yeah. how, how
1: are they going to do this? How are they going to do Kurt Russell as Ego, the living planet? Yeah. Yeah, no. And um, um, It's nice to to go back and see some backstories well and truly placed. Um, but for me, unfortunately, this is... Phase 3 has, if I remember correct, Yeah, it has two out of my three least favourite Marvel films, and this is this is one of them. Okay. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't go back and watch it in a hurry.
0: Fair enough. I mean, if, as far as your actual ranking, we'll obviously get that yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end. But, Jain, um, uh, yourself?
3: Um, see, I think I'm going to... I'm going the opposite direction to you so we may have a fight now. One, um, one of the reasons um, I
0: came to you actually.
3: I I thought that Guardians 1 was good. I enjoyed it and I would still watch it again because I think I put it in either amazing or superior single-handedly the last the, the last podcast we did. Uh-huh. Um uh, so I'd still definitely watch it again. But for me Guardians 2 is just the humor lands more for me, personally. Um, and as I said about Guardians 1, this has a talking raccoon in it and a walking tree character, and it shouldn't work. The same <laughs> applies here, but the sequel to me does it does it just brilliantly. The music works even more because you know what to expect from Guardians 1 and think, oh, is the music going to be slightly different? And the and the final fight with the Pac-Man scene and just the music accompanying that. I've forgotten the name of the song. I'm really annoyed at myself now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was great. I listened to that soundtrack. Both of the soundtracks all the time. I just really, really love this film. And I think it beats Guardians 1 for me. Um, I also want to say that Pam Clemente is the name of the actor. Hey! hey. Mantis. Cool, there we go. Um, we, we, we did and, it. Yeah, she's really good in this. I love her and Drax's chemistry. Just <laughs> consistently acting is great. Um, Drax grows on me even more in this film. Um, but yeah, to me, everything about this film is really, really positive. So I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, Yvonne?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I absolutely love this film. I mean, does it? Is it better than the first one? No. But um, I think that's mainly because of, I, I wouldn't say absurdity, but it's very unique to have a planet as an enemy. <laughs> um, but, that's one uh, way of it. But, uh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. I think it, it worked. I agree and it was, that, yeah. Like, yeah. And I think it worked because it had um, a personal connection with Quill. Otherwise it would have just been very strange. Sure. Um and again, I think this is a very pretty film. <laughs> um I remember watching it the first time and I sometimes I forgot to actually pay attention to the plot because I was just watching <laughs> <laughs> the rampings. Look at the colours. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, and I don't know, I just I just love it. You you get a bit more Insight into Quill's backstory, um, uh, which is done through, um, you know, through the plot, which is much better than just someone saying it. Um, mm. And I just thought it was a great film with the humour. Um, that's slightly awkward, Quill and Gamora romance, which I adore. Um, oh, yeah, I think it's done yeah. one. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's yeah, and just,
3: I don't know what she is, is just that line alone.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I also like um the the development of Nebula and Gamora's
1: relationship.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I I think sorry to interrupt Nebula is a very well handled character in yes. the the MCU, whereas in, in the comics she's she is, you know, a villain. Yes. And in this the the they saw how the chemistry was going between the actors and went, hang on, this would work better if we flipped it a bit. So she's not really a villain. She's not really a hero. Um, you know, she, she's almost on the anti villain scale, uh, anti hero scale. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, no, certainly. Um, I will say, I think, I think that's the only joke to me that doesn't really pay off is that it's not ripe. Because it's so obvious where it's going, and I don't know, it's it's not like it fell flat. Just I remember it. Just it was just there, like eh, it was coming, sort of thing. Mm. But I do love, as far as like a comedic, like because I, I agree with, I think pretty much what everyone has said as far as the chemistry between them all is the team is great. I love the Yondu and Rocket trying to get Baby Groot to get the fin. Oh yes, that sequence yeah. is um, is amazing. And the whole human toe thing. <laughs> it's like, you know, please tell me you have a fridge of human toes somewhere. Okay, let's agree to never speak of this again. It's like that whole thing, I don't know. It's, the thing that just gets great.
3: me is, sorry, I'm aware we're all interrupting each other. Um, so. But the thing that just gets me is just, what is that? It's an eye. Uh, do you want to put it back? No, no, leave it, because he's going to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And he's not going to know where his eye is. Yeah. <laughs> he's just laughing on the floor. <laughs> Great,
1: no, uh, yeah, Rocket's
0: is And I, I like that. I like the callbacks like that because obviously he was he wanted the guy's leg just for a laugh in the first film. But mm. yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I, I, I never understood because I've heard some people. Cause I guess I'll say for me, this isn't on the same level as the first film. Still enjoyable, just not on the same level. But I've never understood why some people seem to suggest there are no stakes in this. I'm sort of there like, did you watch the film? As far as like yeah. what Ego's plan is? Um, I think the thing is, I think why some people think that way is because it sort of happens towards the end. I mean, it is built up, but it just it does happen at the end in like this huge sequence. And again, a, a very good sequence. Um, but I, maybe that's the reason why some people think that way. Because, like I said, I've never understood uh, that opinion. But... Uh, and, um, I'll sit, I don't know, I thought, uh, Yandu's uh, death was, uh, handled very well.
1: Yes, Yandu's mm, death yeah. was handled incredibly well. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, mm. he hasn't come back yet. Um, uh, because I know that's some jibe, some people like to make at the MCU that characters don't stay dead. Like, mm. it's like that's a bad thing. Um, but anyway, uh, so I think, uh, uh, Legion, I'll come to you first for your ranking.
1: So uh, this is this is this is another friendly one. I, I, okay. I'm going to be honest. I got that impression with the MCU, I don't really go under friendly because I don't they f- all no. have good merits.
0: When, when, it's more to just keep the yeah. theme of five categories, Same. to be honest. I, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh,
1: but, uh, yes, However, I, when we get uh, if if you've not done the Sony ones yet, and I am invited back for some Sony ones, or oh, then I will start handing out the. Oh,
0: venomous. Sony and Fox, yeah. we will do down the line. Um, but, but uh, yeah uh, yeah
3: yeah uh, I feel like I'm going to be in the minority here but this has to go in superior for me for all the reasons I've already said so I'll shut up now <laughs>
0: okay Yvonne
2: um oh <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, see I want to um, I'm going to put it in amazing but I'm going to say it's for. a very 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 high amazing
0: okay <laughs> I'll uh, down to me again. Uh, I'll go amazing, um, but I would say for me it would be a low amazing. But I'll say amazing, because yeah, that that I don't. Know, I just I think it's the back and forth between the team that really keep it out of friendly. Form, the I chemistry think. is beautiful,
1: and mm. um, James Gunn is an example in Hollywood of how to make cockups in the past and then atone for them. He, you know, he he is he's. I like him as a director because he's open and honest, and I think that open and honesty works and shines through all his actors.
0: Sure, yeah, no, certainly. Um, so, continuing um, with in 2017, we have our uh, speaking of Sony, um, <laughs> the uh, technically a Sony film, despite what some people think, um, but our first example of. Well, that's technically not true, I guess. The first example of the partnership between Sony and Marvel Studios was Captain America Civil War, uh, with Spider-Man's introduction. But this is the first solo film for the MCU's version of Peter Parker. Uh, And I guess I'll go first, as you three have previously, because I'll just get it out there. This Tom Holland is the best live-action Spider-Man, in my personal opinion like this version as far as Toby Maguire's great, Andrew Garfield is great, but for me like I love Tom Holland in this role. Um I hope that he sticks around for as long as possible. I get that eventually he'll get tired of it, I imagine, because potentially because of all the uh, you know, working out and dieting you have to do. It can get uh, you know, people can get a bit tired of it as has been demonstrated by you know, actors like Hugh Jackman and Chris Evans stepping away. Uh, even though Chris Evans is supposedly... The rumour is that he has signed on to appear in another film in some capacity. But anyway, uh, speaking of which, actually I'll say that, I, I love the Captain America cameos in this film while I'm speaking of Chris Evans. Oh, the, um,
1: the, the public the, announcements. Yeah, I, I love those. They are... They are fantastic. And the, the post-credits with the oh,
0: films I, are amazing. I really enjoyed how much that pumped people off.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because
0: it
3: was just there, I mean, right. I mean, I've got to put this in now that you've said that. I wasn't going to, but this kind of <laughs> is the perfect moment to say this. It annoyed my mother so much in the cinema because I made a stay and watched the first credit scene <laughs> <laughs> um, that she said, if we ever go to a Comic-Con with Chris Evans there, I'm punching him in the face. <laughs> and she still says that every time she sees Chris Evans on screen now <laughs> because she says, sure. and I said "Ma'am, honestly if you'd even dared attempt that it would be worth taking you just to see the attempt utterly fail because it would definitely fail <laughs> yes, you wouldn't get y- Yvonne the... would
0: dive in the way of the punch um...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I wasn't going to bring that up but now I have uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: um, I like Iron Man's introduction, I think for this version of Spider-Man, it makes perfect sense that he would look up to Tony Stark yeah. uh, as a character, you know, and I know some people mockingly referred to him as Iron Man Jr. or Iron Boy, but I know I've just, it, I think it worked, and especially the fact that we'd already had two versions, you know, within 10 years, you know, I fit. they had to do something very different, and it made sense that they... Barely reference the Uncle Ben um, happening with this character. I, I admit I'd prefer them to address it a bit more in the future, mm. at least in some ways. And again, I'd love, I've said it numerous times in conversations with people. Um, I know Jain and Yvonne have definitely heard this, but I really do want Tom Holland's suggestion of Toby Maguire playing Uncle Ben in a flashback. Um, I think that would be um, amazing. That would be
1: awesome. Yeah. Um, or. Oh. Oh, here's here's one for you. Chucking it in, chucking it in the ring. Um, So obviously, Spider Man Three is quote rumored in big capital fluorescent letters that Tobey Maguire is going to be, you know, in as Spider Man. Yes. And Tom Holland sees him and goes, "Oh my God, Uncle Ben."
0: (laughs) Jeez, that would be.
1: That would you know that would be
0: a different way of doing it. I assume he's just going to be this the Spider-Man from, obviously, the Raimi films, but that would yeah, be fun. Yeah, yeah, That would be fun if it but, was, like, he was the Uncle Ben version of Spider-Man. No, no, no. Which does Is exist he, in the comics.
1: He was Peter Parker,
0: but... But, like, a lookalike the, thing, just, like, happens the to look. Like, yeah.
1: Peter Parker's like, oh, my God, Uncle Ben.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That would be fun. Any of those would... Yeah. I'd be happy with any of them, but, uh, yeah, it's... And that was the thing as well. that I never... I always find it weird when people got, because, speaking of, like, who would play Uncle Ben, like when Marissa Tomei, I remember when she got cast as Aunt May, I just found it hilarious, the backlash that there was to that. As some people were just, it's yeah. like, she's too attractive. She's too young to be Aunt May. It's they're like, they're actually getting a young Peter Parker. It makes sense. That was the thing, as it much as, you know, sta- Stanley and Stanley and Ditko, wonderful creation. But to me, it never made sense Uncle Ben and Aunt May being as old as they were. Yes. <laughs> it, never, it never made sense to me for them to actually no, no, be no. his auntie and uncle. I mean I know it can happen with that much of an age gap, but no. Nah, I think overall it
1: made more sense for it. So yeah. Um But I, I agree with you. I love the fact that they've got the the aging is phenomenal in this one. They've got Tom Holland, who at the time was what, eighteen? I think he was 18. twenty when
0: they filmed. He was nineteen or twenty when uh, they filmed. 19, but looks very young. I believe. Yeah. He's
1: but... he's the right you know unlike Andrew Garfield, who, when they got into play a 15-year-old Peter Parker, 28. was 28. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: And what was it, Toby Maguire was 26, I believe, the yeah. first film,
1: so... Yeah. yeah. But what I like with the Maguire films is he is slightly older anyway, you know, he's he's more college. College, so. true,
0: yes, yes, that is true.
1: But, like, as, as we all know and love, the original Spidey is a school student. Mm-hmm. Um... But no, I think the casting is on the ball. It's, it's where Marvel sort of has it. Their casting is. Oh yeah,
0: I think they have a great yeah. track record. For yeah. It. Certainly, but um, I don't know if yet. Did you have anything else to add, the Legion, as you've um, about the film?
1: Oh, it, it's. I like the fact that in the first film there is no Mary Jane. You know, I think that's refreshing.
0: I mean, I'd still Um, there's no Mary Jane still now.
1: Well, there is, isn't there? There's Zendaya.
0: Well, she's not Mary Jane, is she? This is the thing. I've. It was. She's Michelle Jones. It was just the MJ Uh, thing was a fun wink and a nod, which a lot of people took uh, out of proportion.
1: That 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 just proves to you that I've not watched Far From Home yet. That's fair enough. I can't bring bring myself to watch Far From Home yet. I mean, I'm I'm still sore.
3: I fair understand. Enough. I yeah. understand. She,
0: she, I mean, to be fair, it was announced. It was announced. She's called Michelle in the film. To be fair, in in oh, really? in in Homecoming, pretty sure they name oh. her Michelle at some point. I'm
3: pretty sure they say it a couple of times. But yeah, I'm not sure. the
0: teacher at least calls her Michelle. At the very least. Uh...
1: I, i'm gonna like, to go and watch them and yeah have, get
3: my references back but, up to i mean
0: i can understand you like because so many people when yeah they do the mj thing at the end so many people they're like ah, see she's mary jane and it's just a no mm. it was just a fun wink and a nod because she has the same initials <laughs> mm. it's just a fun you ah. know whether we will get mary jane in the future don't know admittedly in yeah. my opinion it's not a necessity
2: i mean no, I, i'd probably is,
0: prefer it, it at all but again, it's, some, it's doing something um, different. It's like obviously with the Andrew Garfield, they did Gwen Stacy instead of Mary Jane, because yes. it was done in the Maguire yeah. ones. But yeah,
1: what I like as well is, you know, we have the Falcon, uh, not the Falcon, um, the Vulture in
0: yes, that's uh, true. Homecoming, Michael Keaton's great.
1: Which Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton is great. You know, he he brings such gravitas to the role. Yeah. And it's like I don't know if you remember the '90s cartoon, but Vulture in the '90s cartoon was a bit of a pantomime villain.
0: But not even just the '90s cartoon; just in general, like it is good. Just how in general, they, uh, yeah. The way they and they brought explain, gravitas to him, yeah. And the way they explain it's the you know it's the um, Chitaurian tech, yes, of how he constructs his suit. I think was very cool. But I guess um, yeah. to pass off to Yvonne, should we um, come to you?
2: sure um i mean i i i love the film um i'll admit i'm not maybe biggest spider-man film uh fan but um i love this one uh, because i don't know there's something about it that i think as you've mentioned callum i think it's tom holland that just brings something extremely good to the role yeah <laughs> um and I don't know i just i think the film's really good because it keeps true to this vibe of, of spider-man being a younger boy who you know doesn't really fit in yeah but then he turns out to be you know superhero and he's amazing even though he doesn't fit in with normal society um which is very inspiring and really really nice hmm. um, and i it, it really doesn't bother me that Tony Stark plays such a heavy heavy role in this because uh, we have seen a lot of Spider-Man origin a lot of it before and unlike Ant-Man you can't really do an origin story, well you can if you want to obviously, I think Marvel would have done great with it but we've seen it
0: it'd be a rehash
2: yeah Yeah. Um, sorry yeah no, it's okay. I just, what they did it amazingly because now it's an origin of him moving away from a boy in a onesie to a boy with a really cool suit.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love I love the way he interacts with Karen actually. As he ends yeah. up calling her. Yeah. Um I also will say I, I, I don't know, I think... I one thing I want to say as well, the one thing that in my opinion I really like the way and I'm pretty sure this is, this is a driving force behind having Tony design the suit for him. It allows them to, I think, very easily explain why he's able to do like you know these different types of webbing. You yeah. know where yeah. I feel like if he's just a guy in a suit that he has sewn, I don't know. Just I don't know when you, in in like in the film world, I just think the idea of him doing you know web grenades and a web parachute. Where whatever could potentially just come across a bit silly, yeah. like the web wings as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts?
3: Um, yeah, this. I mean, I'll sum up my thoughts my thoughts very quickly by saying this: this was my top film in the MCU before uh, a few others <laughs> before more came along. So uh, I have to say that I just really, really enjoyed this film. <laughs>
0: Sure. Also, um, I know as far as as well doing something different. What well, did people? I suppose just a quick summary of what people thought of like Ned finding out who, he's Spider-Man pretty quickly.
3: Mm, I thought it was done well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it works okay. It was it was nice.
0: Does it show how much of a, very
2: well?
0: Yeah. Does it show how much of a sort of? nerd i sort of am like even though i'm not a lego person where ned drops the death star i'm just sort of there like oh my god (laughs) all that work
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) just
0: (laughs) so uh have fun with that but uh yeah okay cool um so i am not um the deciding vote necessarily i will uh put my hand in the ring to say i think for me it would be superior uh, which I don't know for comic book fans I guess ironic I guess considering this is Peter Parker and not Otto Octavius but anyway uh, Legion what's your thoughts?
1: Oh hands down Superior for me as well
0: mm. Uh, Yvonne?
2: Mm. Yeah I think it put in Superior as well
0: Okay and yeah, and uh, I mean, from what you said, superior to?
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Nice. Okay,
3: cool. Fair enough. Um, we have consensus, it's a miracle. <laughs> very much so,
0: right. Before, um, moving on, I realised I didn't say at the beginning of Homecoming, uh, John Watts is the director, uh, and I think there were multiple writers, but two of the main writers were John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. So there we go. Mm. Um, there we go. I will say... Uh, John Watts has recent it's recently been revealed that after finishing with uh, No Way Home, uh, he'll be doing the Fantastic Four film for for yes. the MCU. So uh I think if the Spider-Man films were anything to go by, I think he
1: he's not, not who I would have gone for.
0: But yeah, I think he would have, I think he'll do a good job. But yes, yeah. moving on to the final film of twenty seventeen in it from the MCU, um for T H O R Ragnarok. Uh, directed and written by uh, Taika Waititi uh, I'm pretty sure I said that correctly uh, you did, well done yes, there's moments where I get concerned with it, but um, yeah, so I'll see um, Returning to the Fold, Chris Hemsworth you have T- Tom Hiddleston Idris Elba uh, new additions include um, why am I back, uh Tessa Thompson uh, as Valkyrie. Mm. We have uh, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster. Uh We have uh, Kate Blanchett as Hela. Um, there are others, but one I will mention is also having um, Mr. Krabs from Spongebob as Serta. Uh <laughs> With uh, Clancy Brown. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um...
1: Oh, God, I didn't realise it was Pantyburns. Yeah, Mr. Krabs. Yes, or Lex Luthor I, I, from the Superman
0: animated show, which is yes. how I originally came across him.
1: He's I've also... I generally... Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, there's... there's um, I want to say it's Tales from the Crypt. He's going to be involved in the revival of that. Okay. As the Crypt Keeper.
0: Nice. He always seems to pop up in places. And like he, he was also got... in the he was in the Punisher he was in the Flash TV he... show
1: yeah he was in the he was one of the voices in Jackie Chan Adventures I don't know if I'm showing my age now but... I only watched no, a few I'm episodes of that
0: <laughs> so I can't really remember that but I um, but that's fair were you going to say so on was it yeah you I, were just, I
3: genuinely just didn't I wasn't aware that he voiced Mr. Crams. I, I was aware of him obviously voicing Lex Luthor. I just, I just didn't i didn't clock that that was him. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> my I world could. has been blown <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Can't <laughs> say you don't learn something new every day. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I'll come to you first, Yvonne.
2: Okay. Um, well, I think this was a really really well made four film. Um, it, it definitely has a different vibe to it. Um perhaps in other four films um very much because, so, yeah, yeah because she's definitely um, very light hearted i think I it's,
0: guess. isn't it i think it's a combination of y t t style yeah um, from what i understand I admit i've not seen his previous uh, works either I have watched jojo Rabbit, which came out afterwards, and um this is clearly his kind of he like he likes the comedic stuff and
2: if
1: you they very much imp- yeah Sorry, yeah. If you haven't, watch what we do in the shadows. It mm, is I've heard. amazing. Yes. Yeah, I want to watch that. I've I've heard, it's yeah.
0: Hilarious. Say, Beware of the wilder people is the other one. Mm. Um that I know a lot of people uh, talk highly about. Uh but I was gonna say I think they very much uh with probably uh, obviously part of his decision making, they very much uh concentrate on Chris Hemsworth's strength as a comedic actor. Yes. Yeah. But uh, continue Yvonne, sorry. Yeah,
2: you no, know, that you know, but I think because I know a lot of people had something against it. Um, but I honestly I, I didn't. I think I think it worked. Um it was a, maybe a little bit strange to have the juxtaposition of, of that lightheartedness with people dying. Uh, you know, but I I honestly I didn't mind it. I think it worked really well. Um and I just, almost everything was really good with this film. <laughs> like the humor was really good, the dialogue was good, the characters were done really nicely. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, especially the the scene with Bruce jumping out of the what's it called, a, hel- a helicarrier or something, and then he doesn't turn into the Wait, Hulk. I think it's just a
0: spaceship, isn't it?
2: Is it? I don't it's know. just a
0: spaceship. It's the Grandmaster's.
2: Yes. A, oh yeah, like, original, yeah
3: it's Grandmaster's it? thing, not the it's Grandmaster's orgy yeah.
0: right. shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Oh yes, yes. Um, <laughs> right. This, you know those kind of things? Don't Google it.
1: It's, um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just. Oh, for
1: God's sake! <laughs> Can you imagine the responses you'll get from Google. Google is a salacious title yes. to get the best of times. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but moving on. Um, ca- carry on the Grandmaster's
3: special relationship. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> oh <no. laughs>
2: uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Where it goes into the funny. devil's anus. Um,
2: <laughs> yes. See, it's just it's a really good film. It's got great oh, humour.
0: I mean I agree. <laughs> also think yeah. Hella's a kick villain.
2: Exactly, yes. I was going to say, like she was so interesting. Sometimes I felt like it was a bit too interesting and I wanted to have it as a show so I could get more out of her. Sure. <laughs> and I just, I I was just really good.
0: I, I will say, I really, because the fan theory before Ragnarok came out was that she would be the replacement for the comic book storyline and be Lady Death for Thanos, I see. Um, which I would have liked. Not complaining it didn't happen, but... Um, just to get more of her, because, yeah, I thought she was great, and I love that they managed to do the whole getting that sort of head, you know, her sort of helmet, headdress, whatever you want to call it, in there, considering, especially, um, uh, initially, when it came to comic book films, you know that I think a lot of, a lot of uh, creators would have not involved that with it, with fearing that it would look ridiculous to a lot of people. Mm but they, I think they, they, they managed to do it very well. Uh, uh, Legion, uh, how about yourself?
1: Ah, I, I, oh, this... It was such a fun film, and it was what Thor needed. I mean, we had the... Kenneth Branagh directed Thor, which was a... It, it was a good film, but it, it wasn't an amazing film. Um, and it was a good introduction to Thor as a character. We had Thor The Dark World, which, quite frankly, the best thing about it was Christopher Eccleston. Um, mainly because I, I love Chris Eccleston. But I mean, was... I would,
0: I would, um, I mean, to repeat myself from a previous episode, I would disagree with that in the sense that I'd say the best thing was Tom Hiddleston and Chris Hemsworth's um, back and forth of the Dark Worlds. Well,
1: I get that, but coming from a diehard Doctor Who fan here, sure. Chris Eccleston is amazing. Sure. Um, I mean, he he sometimes is too serious for seriousness' sake. Like he took the role of. I can't remember the dude's name, King of the Elves, King of the Dark Elves, far too seriously and didn't really Malikith, have any fun yeah. with it. Malakith, yeah. But, uh, you know, the the best thing about that was... Okay, the two things, two best things about Dark World was Thor and Loki's chemistry and Chris Eccleston. Hmm. A, great, um, and a great cameo
0: a, from Captain America as well.
1: A great cameo from Cap, yeah. But anyway, Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, Ragn- Ragnarok is the injected fun that Thor needed. It sort of got dark and gritty in the dark world and it, it people just disconnected with it. And then Takeaway came along and went, Thor is fun. The comic books for Thor originally were fun. Hmm. Let's bring some fun into yeah, it. Yeah, he
0: was turned but into a frog at th- one point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, but f- it, it's the frog like, of thunder. He brings, he brings fun into it. And then, while having oodles of fun, massacres Practically everyone, yeah. And
2: um,
1: you... it's sorry, you know, the stakes are taken to such a level, and by the end of it, it's just like, whoa, where can this go? Mm.
0: Yeah, not very much. So I will say like because I know everyone sort of touched on it. I know some people didn't like the idea, you know, of this very comedic film, and basically we get, you know, the destruction of the Asgard. But mm. I, I just and obviously you have. Falls like friends being you know murdered Odin dying I know I just I know I just thought it was I think that's why it was very done well though is because it's all showed how life can be sometimes as well that if he never really had a chance to you know fully commiserate until the end of the film because just mm-hmm. everything was just so full-on and you know so much yeah. was happening
1: yeah, and a blessing for poor Thor. It doesn't really get much better.
0: No, no. Um, you have Mjolnir's yeah. destruction as well. Mm. I should have mentioned mm. that. Yain, um, your thoughts?
3: Um, yeah, I would agree with Legion in that I think, from the fan reception, a comedic side of things is what, is what Thor films needed. I'm not, and I think it's done really well. And as as I think everyone just echoed. The comedy and tragedy going hand-in-hand hand just shows a more contrast thing of life. I get that we're talking about Marvel films here and there's a lot of humour in it, so I'm probably taking it too seriously, but, you know, sue me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was funny. The jokes landed consistently.
1: <laughs> I, just just, just to go, go to the, the point of life, I um, had an argument with my brother about Thor Ragnarok. And he was like, oh, it's far too, far too funny. You know, it's not how it is. It's it's not realistic enough. I don't like it because it's not realistic enough. I was like, but in the same vein, you loved a film about a tree and a raccoon. Hmm. And, you know, you found that realistic enough.
0: Yeah. I will say, because I feel like we probably not talked about too much. I forgot... To mention actually obviously Mark Ruffalo uh, reprising his role as Bruce Banner slash the Hulk. I really enjoy his inclusion and again I think Valkyrie, you know, Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie is done very well. And obviously with the formation of the Revengers.
3: Yes.
1: I also yeah. love the fact that we've got the Grand Master in this. Yes. And after getting the, Grand the collector. Master, it, yeah. The Grandmaster is played by Jeff Goldblum, and the yes. Grandmaster is the most Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum can ever be. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 oh yeah, it was one of those ones. I remember when when it, the casting was announced, so many people were just there, like, "That's yeah, <laughs> it's just uh, enough yeah. said." Yeah, yeah, pretty spot on. No, that's fair. Um, so. Shall I ask uh, Yvonne what's your thoughts on the film? Unless you have a cup, anything you want to say first? But what's your ranking?
2: Um, I think I want to put this in Superior um, because it shows more of of Asgard and that world, which is what I wanted from the other four films. So I'm like, yeah, I'll put it in Superior, definitely.
1: Cool.
0: Fair play. Uh, Legion.
1: For
3: me, it's ha- hands down, it's a superior. Nice. Um, Yain. Yeah. Um, I've gone back and forth on this, largely because um, I know I have to rank, rank this highly because I think I rank the other two four, four films highly, and I keep saying superior in pretty much every film. <laughs> um, but I think I do have to put this in superior because the jokes just land. I mean, get help, Jeff Goldblum, and... The Hulk's neurological development is great. <laughs> so yeah, enough said.
0: Yeah, no, I do have to point out that as far as like because you mentioned Hulk, that love it when Hulk s- smashes for around in the arena and there's Loki just going,
3: "That's how it feels."
0: Yeah, it's or great. just what
3: it's like. Oh, we had a fight. Did I win? Yeah. No, I won easily. Yeah,
0: that doesn't sound right. Sorry, yeah, I'm not
3: talking
0: true. now. Also, actually, I. Uh, I'm realizing how much I'm not. I just got to Korg. Love Korg. Taika Waititi oh. obviously as Korg. Korg um, oh my god! Is
1: oh my god! Amazing. Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's gone. That's what. That's what Doug said. See you later, new Sorry. Doug. <laughs> So, so as you can oh, see, I, I'm totally, it, I just ruined
3: yeah. that moment. As as
0: you can see, I'm completely made of rocks. But don't let that scare you, unless if you're made of scissors. <laughs> That's a rock <laughs> paper scissors joke. <laughs> and I know so many people. I've, oh, I've heard so many people comment on that scene and go, "How would he know what rock paper scissors is?" And it's there, like it's there, like he's funny. And also, who's to say he wouldn't know what it is? Yeah, we are in. We are. You know,
1: the thing is, uh, think back, corgis. You get the impression that he's just a really nice person. I
0: I just like the story that YTT's like his inspiration for the voice is apparently these like massive bodyguards in New Zealand who are like you know huge, but then have these really like gentle voices. Yes. Um. And like I said, yeah. that that and that's from him. Uh, you know. Um yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone has said Superior so far, so it wouldn't really matter what I'd say, but Superior for me too. This is... When it comes to the MCU, this is my fourth favourite film.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, I, I love this film. You know, and I and I personally... I get... I, I suppose I do get why some people... It may not work for some people, but for me, you know, the whole... Um, you know the comedic stuff with the destruction of Asgard works. It makes sense. Also, um, like the fact that they gave Idris Elba as Heimdall more to do as well. Uh, um, I love Idris Elba. Oh yeah. He's great. Also, I just, um, we'll move on to the next film, but I do want to quickly say Carla. Yeah. Urban as scourge yeah. just love the whole, um, you know, I got these from a place called Texas. It's just, uh, you know, Dez and Troy, t- together, they are destroy. But uh, <laughs> just, just, it's just great. And I'm really looking forward to um, Love and Thunder, because as Taika yes. Waititi has returned. And obviously it would be great to have Jane Foster as Lady 4, too. But um, the,
1: the, yeah. the best thing about it, like, hopefully they do with it, I mean, I know she's not been really announced it yet, but is uh, having Darcy back in it
0: it it'd be interesting if they do admittedly i'd understand if they don't at least not in a big capacity because they are going to have mm. quite a few characters already in there mm. um but yes. maybe in some capacity
1: ah, have you seen as well what tokoyami got got the magic to introduce to the mcu um not sure so he has the privilege of bringing the olympians into it. Oh, yes, I did hear that. Yes. So Hercules, yes. Zeus. Mm. Just. I can't wait.
0: No, it's cool stuff. And also Christian Bale playing Thor's uncle. That's going to be fun. Yes. Um,
3: <laughs> but I thought he was playing Gore the God Butcher, but okay. <gasps> that is Thor's uncle, right? Am I remembering that kind of thing? Uh, is it? Okay. I've read a yeah. few comics At least him in Marvel, Marvel that, Comics, but... he is. I didn't realize I'm not sure about
0: actual Norse mythology, okay, but in Marvel Comics, enough. he is. Um... Mm. I believe so I believe I got the correct either way him playing I think you
3: have I think i read a different comic line yeah
0: <laughs> okay um, yeah so moving on to the first film of 2018 and the last film that we'll be talking about in this episode because yeah we're doing this in two parts as you know 11 films would be a lot to do in one uh, Black Panther uh, directed by Ryan Coogler who also co-wrote the script uh, uh i know we're saying legion you may uh yes have less of a thought on this one as yes. you have so, been unable to um, watch it
1: yes sorry my sound just went um Pitch it to me, guys. I have not watched this yet. I, I, I need, I need, I need a good reason yes. to watch it. So come on. It all depends <laughs> on you three now.
2: Lord, no pressure. Oh, yeah,
0: and you no said, pressure. And you said you didn't mind the the spoilers that will. Be no, I, to, I don't I mind guess. spoilers at all. It's, it's three years old. Um, yeah, well, yeah. At this point. yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, Ian, you go first. I say. Uh,
3: <clears throat> right. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I was thinking of what to say, because now I'm having to pitch film.
0: (laughs) Um, I mean, just say your opinions on it,
3: to be fair. (laughs) um, Yeah, my opinion was not the best one to start with. Um, Fair enough. Positives 1st we I'll go with that. Um, Chadwick Boseman's acting is great. (laughs) Um, As Black Panther. The fight choreography is great. I love Shuri. I'm saying that wrong, I think. Shuri. Shuri?
0: Shuri. Shuri,
3: yeah. Sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong to anyone listening to this. Um, um I love Okoye. I just I like a lot of the Dora Milage. Um so there is a lot to like in this film. Um and it's still a good film. Um but I, I just this is a very comic book purist reason not to like this film. Uh I'm aware of that. <laughs> And I'm sorry because I don't normally do this. And I'm not normally a comic book purist at all, but I have issues with I have issues with the use of vibranium because I just think it's kind of a really unbeatable metal substance. And I just think they're going to do either a sequel Disney Plus series to this or sequel films in some respect. And I think you can't. I'm worried that they won't be able to up the stakes enough to allow people to to be able to beat vibranium because it was basically just Using Killmonger, which is, he's a good villain in this. He's a, you can understand his motivation uh, very well. He just goes a bit too far. And I liked that element of the film where Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther says, You have become what you hated. This is too much. This is too far. Um, so I liked that. And I like that it's showing that, say, the issues with as things like, um, slave trade or people being oppressed they need to be addressed but there could be ugliness on both sides if the things are dressed wrongly, I did like that but as I say, mm. the thing that brings this film down for me is just I feel that vibranium is too powerful of a weapon to have a film franchise based around at some points and I know that's a really dumb reason not to like a film, I'm aware of that but it's just how I feel
1: <laughs> but, but, Oh, Obviously I've not seen the film but there is light at the end of the tunnel for you because what can beat Vibranium?
3: Yeah, I'm aware I think that either Adamantium or Pladium Adamantium could probably adamantium. at least match it. <laughs> so, mm. um,
1: yeah. And if, if the rumours are true, I would be happy with Joran Edgerton as the new Wolverine.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, wouldn't be bad. I mean, I have no preference when it comes to casting like that. That's the thing. I don't really do dream casting. It's just I just let them cast who they... One and then be there, like, you know, yeah. Watch but the ju- film. Ju- judge, right. judge afterwards. Exactly. Um <laughs> oh, Yeah, uh,
2: Yvonne. Right. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go the other way with vibranium because I thought it was really cool to see how it can be used. Um, I mean, I I completely understand. Like, it's very overpowering and wow, but I thought it was really interesting, and. I think it's a really beautiful film and very empowering for, for you know, black communities. Um, mm. And it's got such a, a great flow of showing a new world, but still focusing on the plot of T'Challa, trying to keep his throne and Wakanda safe. Um, and, I don't know, it was just... I think it was amazingly done and a beautiful film. And you know, this this tone of an african country being more advanced than the western countries i just i love that because anything that's on the western community is very satisfying <laughs> to me sorry but that's no, um, a fair
0: point and it, it says a lot that you say that as a westerner yourself um, yes
2: <laughs> um and yeah i just i thought it was a really inspiring film and i, I thought it was a Great that such a big company makes such a, a great film for a black superhero, and that it became such an iconic film and so empowering for so many people.
0: Sure, yeah, no, I think uh, yeah it is worth mentioning because it's of didn't mention it was Civil War, but this after Civil War, this became the next uh, MCU film to cross a billion. Um, yeah. I think with the inspiration factor helping it definitely, but um, no, I guess I'll take it, uh, then my opinion on it. Um, I love this film; uh, it's my third favourite um, as far as the MCU is concerned. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, I echo that great. It's made even more impressive now that we know that he was battling cancer uh, at the time. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger is incredible um, again the sort of Zemo thing you understand his motivations and I'd say even more so and the acting just helps with it and I'd argue you know this film obviously got a few nominations not saying incorrectly but I really, a part of me would really argue that Michael B. Jordan really, you really could have I think justified a, at least a nomination for best supporting actor Um I think um, again Letitia Wright as uh, Shuri great I agree with the Dora Milaje. Um, really enjoy their involvement I also think um, uh, make sure I say her name correctly uh, Lupita Nyong'o um, as uh, Nakia enjoyed her role too um, I will say in the long term I hope that her and uh, T'challa, T'Challa wouldn't have been together unfortunately as it's obviously with um, uh, Chadwick Boseman passing and um, it being announced that they're not going to recast him uh, we uh, won't get what I really was hoping for which was um, T'Challa and Storm um, mm. which is a real shame, Yeah, I'm of the opinion they should recast him but that's uh, I guess another thing really, I, w- I just would say I don't think it would be disrespecting his memory to do it
1: um, I I can see them recasting him but I don't think they'll recast him this phase or even phase 5 I'd be interested
0: how they explain his absence from Black Panther 2 considering mm. that's obviously coming out in 2023 I think now yeah. it was 2022 originally but obviously with the pandemic um, I think it's 2023 and they've announced he mm. won't be recast in that so it'd be very mm. interesting yeah. how they explain his absence, because um, that's the thing. I just get the impression that, unfortunately, it might be that he has passed away off-screen sort of thing. Mm.
1: Um, Which, I, th- I think that would be a... I don't want to say disrespectful route to go down, him passing away off-screen, but I, I, I don't think that would be... I, Respectful to his memory.
3: I
0: mean, again, I'd echo the sentiment that yeah, I'd argue that's more disrespectful than yeah, I agree than in that one.
3: Yeah, and yeah. I, however, the, the reason. Sorry, go on, <laughs> uh,
1: the, the there is one plus we can take away with including Chadwick Bassman. He has recorded a ridiculous amount of what-if episodes. If the rumours are true, he's recorded at least two series worth.
0: Indeed. Yes. Which uh yeah, that would be nice uh uh words oh um other elements, andy circus as claw, you know, was a fun and was a was a interesting introduction to age of Ultron didn't really get much of a feel for him, but in this film, I love him uh it made sense for the story, but I will admit I was slightly disappointed when he when he died um but again really yeah. makes sense yeah. really made sense for the story, so I have no issue with it and on the vibranium factor um like Yvonne, I didn't have an issue with it. I can't you know not gonna criticize you for um having your weird having your i suppose random purist moment yayan I've definitely got it with a couple of films that will be discussed in future episodes that are not in the m c u um so you know i can't judge you for it but i definitely uh cannot uh side with you on it um okay. and, i uh, thought that
3: i would be the minority uh, yeah. yeah minority when i said that so.
0: yeah. yeah and um uh, i also yeah and i also thought they did pretty well with the inclusion of um uh, martin freeman as everett ross and it does always make me laugh um, shuri's line you know you know another white boy for us to fix uh <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But, um... I guess, uh... I'll just say my first... For me, this would be... uh, Superior, again. I know there's a lot of them. But, especially as... I've realised... Um... A lot of my top films are in this phase. Um... So, yeah. Uh, Yian... I'll come to you next, Um, as I'm guessing you'll be lower.
3: Yeah, um... But I'm not gonna. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's killing me. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm gonna put this in friendly because, as I say, the, the vibranium thing for me. Uh, it's good. It's a good use in the film. I think it just breaks everything, <laughs> the um, and might break things later down the line. Obviously, as you say, Legion, there are other things that can beat vibranium. Uh, I'm not even sure if I'm saying quite correctly, and I'm stumbling on my words even more. Um, and, you know, that's no disrespect to the great elements of this film, and I'll still watch and enjoy this film. And before anyone says it, because I feel I have to address it, this is, as I say, it's purely down to my comic book purest moment, and not anything to do with the <laughs> fact that this is the first, like, Black Panther film or anything else anyone else might want to throw at me. But yeah, for me, it's in Friendly. And also, I I take people's points about, you know, it shows a great um, African outfit, it shows that minority countries can be equal, or in fact, as accurate to the comics, better than Western society countries, and talks about the flaws historically in Western society, which, you know, they were there, and you can't deny them. If you you were going to deny them, I'd say read a history book. Um, (laughs) Um... So, you know, of course, Western society has been flawed and there are still improvements we need to make. But to me, you can't mark this film as great for for showcasing that um, purely. I can understand why it would emotionally resonate with minorities, but you can't mark this film as great or stellar or unexpected for, for showcasing that purely in my mind, purely because the comics kind of subtextually do that, and if they didn't, fully embrace it in a film adaptation, I find that that's kind of like the bread and butter of uh, and a prerequisite for making a, a good Black Panther film. So it didn't do anything unexpected or didn't blow me out of the water in that front. I can't understand why it would be impactful for, for others watching it and they have a right to, to, to feel empowered and impacted by it. But to me, you can't mark a film as um, out of this world for doing something that I would consider it to be a prerequisite for making a good Black Panther film. It's still good. And the acting's brilliant. And... Michael B. Jordan's motivation is good. And... The suits look amazing. So, you know, there's still good elements and it's still unfriendly for me. But yeah, I just thought I should... If I'm going to give an honest review, I should fully finish my take. And I'm sure this is a hot take. But thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for being respectful, hopefully, and I'll leave the rest of the debate around this film, and my take on it, up to the audience at home.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, and I guess, Yvonne, it comes down to you, I will ask actually, before you give your ranking, I meant to bring up, obviously this film was nominated for Oscars, um, and won it nominated for, and I'm pretty sure I'm, remem- I'm correct in remembering one is for the costume design, So as the uh, fully-sighted person here, I'm curious, um, you know, what your thought is.
2: Uh, I thought the costumes were beautiful. Um, Like, genuinely, like, it was amazing. (laughs) Um, I completely understand why they won the Oscar. And I think it's also because you don't always see African clothes in a film. Mm. and so it definitely definitely deserve that Oscar
0: sure um, I'll also actually before because I quick to say I uh, haven't really mentioned them in previous films because I think they're less of a thing but as far as all the films in Phase 3 I'd say this is the, my the most enjoyable score to me I wish I could remember the guy's name yeah. off the top of my head but I think what you know the work he's done is very good especially the um uh Wakanda theme. Yeah, F-O.
2: it's beautiful. It's
0: great stuff. Um, but yes, your ranking.
2: Uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in superior because it's amazing.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. Well um so yeah we'll say overall it's superior. Um I hope we did a decent job for you Legion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will I will aim for from from everyone's Sales pitches, Evening, uh, even yeah. I yarns. Sorry, I do apologize if i pr- mispronouncing your name.
3: No, um, you're correct, That
1: normally happens to me, I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna aim to watch it before the next podcast. Sure, yeah. that would be so, an interesting way to start things. Hopefully, that's not tomorrow. No,
0: it is not. <laughs> Um, Otherwise, I'm
3: not sleeping.
0: (laughs) There's worse ways to not sleep, I'd say.
3: Um, I mean, I think Legion's already proved that with his method of raising his child. Well, you know,
1: know. unfortunately, they're both far too old now for me to get away with no sleep.
0: Yeah.
3: Yes,
1: yes.
0: Um, (laughs) But no, I think, um, so I guess to to, um, go over what we've ended up with... um, Nothing in Carnage, nothing in Venomous. Sorry, um, Marvel haters. Um, But, uh, yeah, come at me for the bias. Uh, uh, And so then Friendly, we had uh, Doctor Strange uh, in Amazing. Um, We've got... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and then in Superior, we've got Captain America Civil War, Spider-Man Homecoming, 4 Ragnarok, Black Panther. I guess before we completely wrap this up, um, if we go around asking people the order for them in Superior of these four films, I'm aware for, Le- for you, Legion, it will be free, but um, Yvonne, yourself?
2: Oh god, can you repeat the films?
0: <laughs> uh, Captain America Civil War, Spider Man Homecoming, Four Ragnarok, Black Panther.
2: Captain America first. I'm oh shocked. God. I'm f-
1: completely flawed. <laughs> One would even say that was the Evans effect. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> See, I'm new here and I'm already picking up on these. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: It doesn't take much. I mean, in Yvonne's <laughs> slight defence, she was a fan of the character before Chris Evans depicted him.
1: And uh, yes. just Evans was the icing on the cake.
2: Oh hell yeah! <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <laughs> okay.
0: the, the blue, white, and red icing.
1: Sorry, do, do you need a breather? <laughs>
2: Um, <laughs> found her I can't heels. have a
3: joke in my head. I can't <laughs> have a joke in my head. <laughs> oh, <God.
2: laughs> anyway. Yes,
0: <laughs> second, third, fourth.
2: Um you have through my
0: here
2: mm. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, I would put Thor.
0: Um, right. Spider-Man. Okay. And then Black Panther, Panther. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. nice. Um, Iron. Yeah. I mean Black Panther bottom.
3: Uh, yeah, sorry everyone that now hates me. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of you. Um, um, and then what are we doing? Yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming at the top, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, then Captain America, and then Thor Ragnarok. There you go.
0: Yayen chooses Evans over Hemsworth as well. Um, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm sorry, Hemsworth. <laughs> uh, Legion uh, for the, obviously uh, not including Black Panther, the three films.
1: Top three is uh, do, do you know what I'm? I'm in Evans' camp. He's a very beautiful man. Let's be honest.
2: Yes.
1: So it's, it's <laughs> Evans, Hemsworth, and Holland.
0: Okay, cool. Um, okay for myself. Uh, I go. I'll go from bottom to top. Uh, solve those four. It would. Uh, I'm a Spider-Man is my main guy when it comes to Superheroes. But Homecoming would be bottom of the pile. Then Ragnarok. Then Black Panther. Then Civil War. Like I said, Civil War. Incredible. I have to say, I have n- with the sight I have, I have I no opinion like... on Chris Evans' attractiveness. I will. I will throw that out there. Um, but you know.
1: We we all know you do. It's just his eyes; they're dreaming. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: um,
0: I've got an image of. I've I'm just i was just thinking of. See, he's speechless. He's spe- no, in, no. In my head, I was I was wanting to. I was trying to think how to word it because I was just in my head. I was just getting amused at the idea that if he ever ends up listening to this. Um, <laughs> I think we're a long way can from someone that, but tweet still tweet
3: him this. Please.
0: <laughs> 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 and also Yvonne's handle, but um no. Um <laughs> can edit that can edit that out. Um <laughs> but yeah. Um but no so I have to. <laughs> no, it's up to you. It's up to Yvonne I guess. Um I'll keep it. But um No, so yeah, um so thank you to you guys uh, for joining me. Um, thank you to those for listening so obviously next week we'll be um, finishing off the rest of phase three starting with Avenger's Infinity War so you know a very, uh, you know a big one uh, very much to begin with but until then, goodbye that was watching with no eyes if you haven't combusted at anything we said it would be very much appreciated if you can like share and rate the episode you can follow me on twitter at theblindbrennan whether you want to yell at me or have a civilised conversation or you could write a strongly worded email to theblindbrennan at gmail.com if you're wanting a podcast with a different subject why not check out Listen With Your Eyes, where myself and guests discuss what it's like living with a disability. Now by all means go, but please join us again next time.